So, um, thought it was a good time to talk about imposter syndrome. Actually, something that somebody posted on Instagram just reminded me of it. Well, not reminded me of it. It just put it in, it just planted the seed. Um, and seeing as how I talked about solipsism just a few weeks back, uh, I thought it'd be a good time. It makes sense. Especially because imposter syndrome isn't something that I thought I ever really dealt with at all until the past couple months, I guess. I had been aware of what it was, but I never really, really identified with any part of it for a long time. However, um, I think I know maybe why that's kind of come into play the past couple months. And the reason I say it's a good time to talk about after solipsism is because it seems like in some ways it's kind of, yeah, depending on how you interpret solipsism or how you interpret maybe my expressions of solipsism, uh, it might seem at odds with that and be like, that's weird. But anyway, um, let's get into it. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. That's a good start. Good start. Um, so imposter syndrome, I guess I would just define really quickly from my understanding or a basic definition that I, I would express is that you feel as though um, maybe good things that are happening to you you don't deserve or that you don't deserve good things or that you aren't worthy of care, affection, love, positive stuff, um, or that you just feel not like you should be in the position you're in, or that you should never be in a good position, or that you suck, <laughs> and that, um, and that you, you actually, I don't know, it's like if you start to feel good and you feel like oh, you shouldn't feel good because that's not meant for me, basically is how I would define it. Um... Yeah, and the reason why I have felt that a little more the past couple of months than I ever did before is just because, I, again, it's one of those things that I never really thought I would feel in this way. Because generally, like, I don't think that I am a very confident person, but there are some areas of my life where I feel confident in, like I felt sure of myself. So maybe I felt confidence, but not overconfidence, or I didn't express confidence in the same way that a lot of people would, so they assume I wasn't confident. Um, there's things about myself that I'm not very confident in um, that I would feel, how do I word it, insecure about, like my body, right? Like I feel like who would be attracted to this body, this is like whatever. Uh, but there are also things that I want to change for me for like positive reasons too and just for my own self-image and also health. But then there's other things of like, oh, my maybe artistic abilities or writing abilities or like who I am as a person that I actually feel like a good person and, and have like a good heart and do good things and all those things, a lot of them have come into question the past like little bit, especially the past couple months started maybe a little over a year ago with, with maybe why that's been happening. But it's definitely something that I've started questioning myself on in the past couple months um, as I have, like, I, I guess one of the main reasons that it's come about is because of, I guess, dating. Just, like, 
just like meeting new people and having conversations and presenting yourself and that that whole thing just made me feel like it made me like second guess myself a lot due to the last long-term relationship that I was in that was incredibly damaging um, to my self-worth as a human being. So um, I don't think I've really like been that specific about that before, but there it is. So yeah, I, I really think that's why that has kind of crept in, the like imposter syndrome type thing. Uh, again, it's not something that I really identified with much before at all. Like I said, there were things that I was like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm really, I'm not super confident about this area of my life, but I'm aware of that. And like, I'm confident about these other things that I think are generally more important anyway, like who I am and what I do and like whatever. And, and even the areas of weakness, I was confident in like being aware of them and knowing that I'd want to change them and being actively working towards some of those things. So I still felt generally okay with myself, um, but I mean, there's, I think, many reasons as to why someone can feel this certain way of like, I don't deserve these things, or like, these things aren't meant for me, or like, do I deserve, or like, questioning yourself, like, who even am I? Like, am I even a decent person? Like, I thought I knew myself, and now I don't. And they like said, I already kind of explained why I think that's been happening recently to me, some people might just have this as part of their general anxiety, um, and that's definitely... I, I didn't think that was something that came with my anxiety. I didn't really feel it much at all, but it makes sense as to why some people who might have anxiety or other things, um, that this would be something that kind of accompanied that. But yeah, for me, it's just generally been like... I've just noticed it a lot more the past couple of months. I think that it's... It got, I guess there was two stages to it, because over the course of about a year or so, I feel like my self-worth was, I was starting to question that, the qualities that I thought were good in myself and things like that, and they were kind of being chipped away slowly, and it got to a point where it was just extreme. Um... And abusive. So, uh, I guess the first phase of, of that was like really close to the end of that relationship was me being like, no, like, well, like it's just this crazy battle. Uh, like, I, I, and again, this relates to solipsism in a way of just like thinking of the self like a lot and just like. It just, things got to a point where towards the end of that relationship, I was like, how the hell do I not even know who I am anymore? Like, when it came to some things, I'm like, how is it that, like, part of that is gaslighting, part of that is just different methods of emotional abuse um, that can wear someone down over time? And then, if you, you know, you can throw, like, Stockholm Syndrome in there, too, and being like, do I respect myself for continuing to be in this scenario that is obviously negative for me, but trying to work with it and find the positives and good and continuing to push myself in the right direction, or what I thought was the right direction, but that alone can like cause negative feelings for the self, 
because I'm allowing myself to be in this negative situation when I really could have left earlier than that because I knew it was a detriment to my mental health, my mental and emotional health. Um, so that became a cyclical thing. So that was like phase one of just like still being in the relationship towards the end of it and feeling like, man, like I do I am I really that much of like just a piece of garbage? Like really? Because I didn't feel that before and I thought that I had been doing so much work on myself. Not to say that I'm ever done doing that work, but like I think I've been pretty good throughout a long time of my life of recognizing what I need to do trying to work on it, and the times that I don't recognize it and someone else brings it to my attention, I try to, like, work on those things. It's not always right away. Sometimes I don't realize, even though someone brings to my attention, that I really need to work on that thing. And it takes a while. Sometimes I, it's self-directed completely. It just depends. But it's something that I have tried to do in my life is to, like, just push forward and just recognize my faults and try to work on those things. Again, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I don't recognize the fault, even when it's brought to my attention. Uh, sometimes it can take a while. But I, I felt pretty balanced in trying to not shame myself, but to recognize when I'm not doing a good job and to recognize when I am doing a good job. And so, like, give credit where credit's due, even to the self. Um, I feel like that's good to be like a balanced, healthy person. Uh, good practice to like, yeah, find that balance of like, letting yourself know what you've done well and what you aren't doing so well and, and working on those things. Um, so, with that, uh, yeah, that was phase one, I guess, that if I put it into two phases of, of, of recognizing this. Um, so that was just the first thing of just like questioning myself based off of someone else's actions towards me consistently over time. And that just wore me down to a place where I had to question myself and who I was and if I was worth what I thought I was or, or just like, again, just questioning your worth as a person is... Yeah, and especially based off of someone else's actions, which is one of those things where I'm like, usually people that I... I mean, that's the thing. People that I don't care about or people that aren't close enough to me don't really have that much of an effect on me as to, like, my, my self-worth or, like, my worth as an artist or my what I think about myself as a whatever, you know? Like, it's, you know, that usually doesn't affect me that much at all. But people that you are close to, that you trust that you care about and that you thought care about cared about you when certain things happen, I completely understand how that breakdown of the self can happen and you start to question things and wonder about things. So that was the start of that. And then, like I said, months after that had ended, um, meeting people, talking to people, introducing yourself to a person, getting to know a person and letting yourself be known by that person um, started to like have that kind of creep up again into this different way of being like, man, like, I don't even know a lot about myself right now, I feel like. I feel like I'm resetting myself. I feel like, am I a good person? Like, would I even be a good potential person at all? Like, in a relationship? I don't know. Um, and again, just part of that just, it was like there was a gap where that wasn't really something, like, I was still dealing with the effects of, like, of like healing from that relationship, 
but I wasn't thinking about like that self-worth component as much. It was more of just like dealing on a week-to-week -week basis with contact and like evaluating that relationship and not evaluating myself and again not taking enough time for myself and then once I started to do that um, things were kind of better but then starting to talk to people I started getting a lot of self-doubt again and just like wondering where I'm at as a person and like what I could contribute positively to someone's life or if I could um, so that's kind of how my, if I want to say imposter syndrome, like, I think it's been very short-lived. I think that I'm on a road back to figuring out where I'm at with things, uh, with myself and with others, and, like, what I can contribute and who I am and what I want to be and, like, working towards those things. Um, I'm still not feeling super great about myself, like... I'm still definitely repairing some things and taking stock of some things and try to figure, that's the other thing, trying to figure out what things were legitimately mean, what things were not, because that's the thing with being with somebody or living with somebody or just like having a relationship like that for a long time is that I already know I'm not perfect, I know I have things to work on, but when somebody is like, like slinging mud at you on a daily basis for the most part and it gets extreme I don't know like I like there were parts of me that like in that relationship like knew like this is no like there's no way that this is what I deserve right now there's no way that right now this is my fault like every single thing that could go wrong is my fault but then you have to pick apart well which things are my fault and which things aren't which things can I actually work on and which things are things that I'm actually doing well. I don't know anymore because apparently everything wrong ever falls on me. So it's difficult. And like without that having that stimuli anymore, it's like coming back to this like kind of a blank slate of like now I have to figure things out again as to like where I'm at with stuff and how I interact with people and myself and like what was I working on again? Because, like, apparently I was trying to work on everything ever because everything was my fault. So, um, this got way more revealing than I thought it was going to get. But, again, a lot of people face imposter syndrome in a lot of different ways. And that's kind of just, like, where I've been at for, like, the past little bit. Um, again, it's, it's definitely something that I think is not... Is, I don't think it's something that I've dealt with even upon reflecting on it and talking about it further, like with anxiety, I don't think it accompanies my anxiety the way it does with other people. I think here and there, like on a regular, I hate saying regular or normal or average, but on a level that I wouldn't even call it imposter syndrome. I would just say like, oh, I just wasn't feeling confident that day or I just second guessed myself that day or I was overanalyzing that day. So it made me feel like, oh, I don't know. Like, am I even whatever? Like, but at a, at, a, at a level that didn't make me feel I needed to attach a label to it or that it was a very consistent and extreme thing. However, it got to that point, and I think that it's kind of on its way out right now. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really have to say about it. See you on another time.